No. And I told him in the early service, later on in the sermon, I'm just going to go and get, over, get it over with because I, I'll probably forget. Because I look around and most of the people I see in this room know Jesus. They know Jesus. So I'm going to be talking about believing today as one of the points in the series that I think I'm going to name Examine Yourselves. Because in the latter part of 2 Corinthians, where I preached out of... Uh, one of the latter verses about four weeks ago. Right prior to that, in, in, the, in the letter from Paul to the Corinthians, he says, examine yourselves to see if you're in the faith. Now, he doesn't do that as a negative challenge. He does it as a very positive challenge for us to look. Let's see. Are we really in the faith? Are we really believers? Not because he's not able. He's able. But if we have not truly committed our lives to him, if we've not truly given it away to him, if we have not, in fact, believed and believe, then he may say to us, and I'm not trying to scare anybody at all, but he may say to us, I never knew you, you know. But, but Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name? Didn't we do all these spiritual things? I'm just going to lump it up. But he's going to say, I never knew you. And that kind of no means intimacy. That means I walk with you. I talk with you. You are my child. I am your king indeed. Not just something you wrote down on a piece of paper. Not just something that you know a lot about. But a person in whom you've trusted. Amen? And Paul is saying, I want you to know that. I want you to know that. It's not hard. It's not difficult. There are no hoops to jump through. You know what? There's no ladders to climb. Jacob's ladder is baloney. Those were angels going up and down. Not us. Are you with me? he, He reached down when we were in the dregs and drew us out. Because we believed enough to reach out our hand. Right? Each one of us has given, been given a measure of faith. Everybody in the whole world, every human being, every living soul has been given a measure of faith, a portion of faith. And what do you do with faith? And you believe in something. You know, you place that faith that He's given you right back into Him. <laughs> because He's dependable. Because, because we faith, pay, place our faith in a lot of them things. How many people have been out of country? Yeah, a lot of you. How many, when you were out of country, experienced some unique or different to you cultures? Oh, yeah. I mean, the way they look at marriage is different. The way they look at a lot of things is really, really different, you know? And they dress differently. They talk differently. You know, how many have been to New York City? You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just yeah, Skeeter. Um, you, yeah. But the thing that's amazing, we've been to quite a few different countries. What's amazing is when you share the good news of the gospel of Jesus, they have this measure of faith. No matter what their culture, whether they wear a tie or don't wear a tie, whether they wear shorts or, you know, want britches, they can receive Jesus. 
And their face lights up just like yours did. Amen? The weight comes off just like yours did. And we not, may not explain it really great or something like that. But when you share Jesus, it, it is amazing. In China it happens. Amen, guys? I baptized some of those guys, man. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. We have baptism next Sunday. So it... Yeah. Amen. So bring me some people I can preach this to. <laughs> no, I'm going to preach it to you because it's good to remember. It is real good. But you might even want to share this with somebody else. And if they get saved this week, you can bring them and they can get baptized. Now that's an idea. That's a thought. Maybe you had not thought about that. But it's a real possibility. Because all you have to tell somebody is that, you know what? I was blind, but now I see. You know, I was lost, but now I'm found. And you put it in your own words. You know? Doesn't have to be King James. Be whatever. And when they believe, wow. They become a child of God. Hope enters. Guilt and shame. Gone. Amen? Yeah. Doesn't take real deep theology. Just takes a lot of believing. This assurance is in fact in Jesus. And not in ourselves or our ability. We have been given an opportunity. Now this is important. We have been given an opportunity to believe in something. In someone much greater than ourselves. We've been given an opportunity. There's hope. God didn't have to do that. He could have just said, you know what? You guys are a wreck. You're hopeless. Forget it. See you later. I'm going to go spend the weekend on Mars. Maybe the rest of my life on Pluto. I, I know. But he didn't do that. He looked beyond our fault and saw our need. And went to Calvary. For us. So we trust in God. We trust in God. This God who gave us this opportunity. This choice. We had no choice. And he gave us the choice. So we trust in him. Father, Son and Holy Spirit. To do a miraculous work in us when we believe. To do a miraculous. (laughs) Impossible. Wonderful. Complete work in us when we believe, as we believe, even. It's something I really like to say, and if you've heard me much, you've heard me say this. We are saved. We are being saved. We will be saved totally, forever and for all eternity. Good news. And it all depends on our belief. Not so much what we believe. As in whom we believe, trust in, and rely on. As it's written in the Amplified Version of John 3.16. Trust, believe in, trust in, rely on. Our belief is very specific. It's not just believe in anything. Was it this service I did to believe in the faith? Faith? See, some people say, 
to believe, just you just need to believe. And they don't say in anything specific. It's just like, just believe. Believe. Have hallmark faith. Oh. <laughs> no, it is belief in something very specific. Very specific. His name is Jesus. <laughs> he says some amazing things about himself. We're only going to touch on a few. I mean, oh my goodness. Some of the things. Well, here's how it rolls out. In John 1, 1 through 12, in the message paraphrase. John just kind of lays out the groundwork, kind of sets the tone, kind of establishes some history. I mean, some way back history, like the creation, the world history. And then he builds upon that. And it's amazing because Jesus is in the center of it all. The Word, capital W, was first. The Word, present to God, God Present to the Word. The Word was God. In readiness, I love this, in readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through Him. Just a a little background. Everything was created through Him. Nothing, not one thing, came into being without Him. What came into existence was life. And the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. I love that. What a great picture. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. There once was a man, his name John, John the Baptist, sent by God to point out the way to the life light. He came to show everyone where to look. Who to believe in? John was not himself the light. He was there to show the way to the light. The life light was the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him. And yet, the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people. But they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed, and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God, selves. Amen. Believe He will make. That is critical. Believe He will make us to be our true selves. Our created for purpose selves. Their child of God said, Now what if God would have just like maybe painted a picture, cut out a silhouette or something? Um, Yeah. Have you ever driven... Nah, I won't do this. Um, 
Have you ever driven down, you know, where the Highlands Road comes out, you know, from Hardy's and everything, and there's, there's the guy that's going, yeah. Do you ever look? Yeah, I just think it's like, oh, he's going to wave. It's like, oh, ooh. Well, that's not real. I'm just telling you. I mean, it's just, I mean, I know the guy. Uh, he does look a lot like that. But he's actually a picture of him. But what if God had just done one of those little portrait things, you know, and said, okay, this is what you need to be like. Good luck. Have a good day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that wouldn't have been a good day. But a bad day. But instead, he took Jesus and said, this is what you're going to look like. This is what you're going to look like. When I start working in you, when I set you free from all the bondages of sin and death and destruction and hopelessness and addictions and on and on and on, this is what I'm going to make of you. Wow, we just got to go. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You for the cross, Lord. Thank you for your nail-pierced hands. Taking all my sin and shame. In love you came and gave amazing grace. <laughs> so believing in Jesus has powerful results in human beings. In human beings, real people, living, breathing human beings. Homo sapiens. Is that a word anymore? They still use that? Good. John eight twenty three through 25 in today's English version. Jesus answered, You belong to this world here below, but I come from above. You are from this world, but I am not from this world. That is why I told you that you will die in your sins. And you will die in your sins if you do not believe that I am who I am. Now, he wasn't being mean. He was just stating the facts. You know what? If I have a sickness and I go to the doctor, I want him to tell me the truth. Even if it is hard, I want to know. And then I want to know the cure. Or if there isn't one. But Jesus is saying, Do you have a, a problem. There's an issue here. But let me tell you what the medicine is. That's going to heal you. And he said, Believe that I am who I am. Who are you? They asked him. Who are you? Who who are those guys? <laughs> Billy Sundance. Billy and the Sundance. And, you know, Sundance Kid Billy. That one. They asked him. Jesus answered. What I have told you from the very beginning. He says, I've been telling you. So what did Jesus say about himself? What did he say? What's he been telling them? That they need to believe that he is who he says he is. And you know, he told Moses, says, tell them I am that I am. So Jesus here is saying, you know what? I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I am God. I am your Redeemer. I am your Messiah. I am your hope. Ah, he says some other things too. 
So what did Jesus say about himself? We should know this because believing in him and who he said he was determines life or death for us. For every human on the planet earth. Bring me some. I want to tell him about this. Or get them yourself. I don't know. That's great. Cast your net. But know that this is what he says. John 6, 35 through 41 in the message. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. The nourishment. The person who aligns with me hungers no more and thirsts no more ever. I've told you this explicitly because even though you have seen me in action, you don't really believe me. So what's with believe? It's so important, so critical. Every person the Father gives me eventually comes running to me. And once that person is with me, I hold on and don't let go. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Tom Munger came to me after he says, you know, well, he actually shared it in the communion uh, circle at Celebration One. He said, you know, that's intimacy. Don't let go. When I hold on to Kathy and don't let go, it's even better when she holds on to me and doesn't let go. And we're both holding on to each other and we don't let go. That's intimacy. That's closest. That's like, don't let go. Hold on tightly. And Jesus does that with us. He embraces us. Oh my goodness. He said, well, let me take a bath first. Nope. 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 Mm. I just want you just like you are. I'll take care of everything else. <laughs> Whoa. I come down from heaven. Does that sound familiar? I came down from heaven not to follow my own whim, but to accomplish the will of the one who sent me. This, in a nutshell, is that will. This will of the Father. That everything handed over to me, Jesus says, by the Father, be completed. Not a single detail missed. It's not just hit and miss, you know, rambling on. It's not just... Uh, there's a word and at the wrap up of time I have everything and everyone put together upright and whole yes this is what my father wants that anyone who sees the son and trusts who he is and what he does and then aligns with him will enter real life eternal life my part is to put them on their feet, alive and whole, at the completion of time. Oh. Go! This is the one we believe in. At this, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Oh. Watch this, what else he said about himself. John 14, 1-6. through 6. They're talking, Jesus is telling his disciples, hey, you know what? I'm going to be leaving. I've been with you for three years. I've been with 33 years, but I've been with you in particular and in intensity. Three years. He says, but I'm going to go. And it's like they're going, oh. You know what I mean? Because they've been dependent on him. Their, their life flow has been through him. And so, they, they, you know. They're really not getting Even though he told them about his death and resurrection and everything, they're still not getting it. It's, it's understandable. We do the same thing. 
But he's saying to them, don't let this, in verse, uh, it's in the message, chapter 14, verse 1, don't let this throw you. Don't let this throw you. You trust God, don't you? Trust me. Trust me. Believe in, trust in, rely on. Trust me. There is plenty of room for you in my father's home. If that weren't so, I would have told you. I, I, would I have told you that I'm on my way to get a room ready for you? And if I'm on my way to get a room ready, I'll come back and get you. So you can live where I live. I love that. <laughs> He's the author of life. And you already know the road I'm taking. And Thomas said, Master, I wasn't listening when you, t- <laughs> when you told us. I was playing on my phone. I was <laughs> oh. Thomas said, Master, we have no idea where you're going. How do you expect us to know the road? And Jesus said, I am the road. I am the road. Don't you love that? I am the road. Also the truth. Also the life. I'm the life light. No one gets to the Father apart from me. I'm right here. (laughs) I want to take you with me. John 11. More about who he is. 25 through 27. Today's English version. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live even though he dies and whoever lives and believes in me will never die do you believe this? and she said yes Lord I do believe that you are the Messiah the Son of God who was to come into the world (laughs) he made the world And he came to it as the life light. Wow. This hope, these promises were given to mankind. They were recorded. And this is is immense in itself. This is amazing. It's an impossibility, but but it is. They were recorded and preserved. You know, even through Bloody Mary, even through the Dark Ages, these words of life were preserved. And now, it's probably the most printed book in the world. I don't know if it's the most read. It'd be good if it were. This is the record. Oh, preserved for us to read, hear... And believe. First John five eleven through thirteen. King James Version. Anybody heard of the King James Version? It is, this is so succinct, y'all. These two verses are incredibly succinct, and I love it. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. This is the record. John says, boil it all down. That God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. 
This life is in His Son. He, verse 12, another really succinct verse, He that, the, he that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. I see no other options here. Because there are no other options. This is the option that God chose to give us. This is a choice. I set before you. Right? And we can come up with all kinds of ideas. It's like we say, hey God, how about this idea? What do you think if we had this choice? He goes, uh-uh. He goes, well, yeah, but, you know. And so in the brilliant theologian approach, he says, hey, how about this idea? You know? How about this concept? And God said, you know what? He who hath the Son hath life. He who hath not the Son hath not life. It's not, it's just a fact. But I believe because He promises that every man has an opportunity. Now you can go all kinds of places with that. You can say, what out the people in Africa and name Jesus? Come on. How big is your God? Amen? God can communicate in ways that we don't even understand. In fact, He even says, you know, the God is a spirit. Those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. And He says, um, the things of God are spiritually discerned. Is that what the Bible says? God is a spirit. The spirit of thing, the, the things of God are spiritually discerned. So I trust that. And when Paul writes Romans 1 and get, leaves that record with us and says that it, no man is, I mean, every man is without excuse or no man has an excuse because you can see it in the creation. I believe that. I didn't give that to the celebration one. You guys are so special. <laughs> so John goes on to say, These things I have written unto you to make you feel bad. No. To condemn you. No. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Believe. Believe. So the bottom line is to believe. To receive and enjoy life. Abundant life in Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Acts 16.31, today's English version. They answered, and the jailer asked, What must I do to be saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. You and your family. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Well, Father, we thank you that you have given us this opportunity. That you have, you have sent your Son to take everything on Himself. To take the punishment, to take the pain, to take the hurt, to take the rejection, to take the shame. 
and to give us instead life and life everlasting. We believe in you. We believe you rose again. We believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Father, I pray for everyone listening this morning. That they would make their calling and election sure. They would be convinced that they would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are yours. Because they believe. Lord, I pray that you would remove any doubt. And Lord, if there's anyone in this room who has just walked along the edge and memorized some Bible verses and maybe gone to church some, and, but never really has come face to face with their Creator and said, Yes, I believe. I pray that this morning you would make that decision and walk in the light as He is in the light and the fellowship. And Father, for those of us who know You, I pray that we truly will be lights in the darkness, that we would share this Gospel, this good news to those who are lost and have a but have a measure of faith that you give them, and that they would discover their Savior Jesus. And perhaps there would be some that would even be baptized next Sunday. Lord, that would be amazing. Nevertheless, not our will, but yours. May we be your servants in reality. May we rejoice in our salvation and give you the praise and the glory and not forget that you commanded us to love one another. Hey, God bless you.